Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. You know our trusted partner TireRack.com for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Pirelli Scorpion Weather Active. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, Free and Out Podcast. Hello again. As Jim Nance would say, hello, friends. Uh, sitting here on a Thursday night, just had a little dinner. It's about 6 o'clock. We have zero, no football on TV right now. Maybe there's a college football game on. I don't know. I got the baseball game on in my office. But we don't have an NFL game. Feels a little weird. Uh, there was obviously a Tuesday night game. I wasn't able to watch it live. Uh, went back and watched it. During my workout on Wednesday, when I say workout, I just mean this, you know, uh, you know, stationary bike that I got delivered to my office that I had. It's the only thing I can do. Uh, but have, have some thoughts on Mike Vrabel, Amazon getting in the football game. I, I saw a story today, and I'm sure you hear the read sometime on this podcast about all the programming Amazon Prime's doing. Uh, I, I have some takeaways there. Sam Darnold, there's just it, it's starting to get a little weird. Uh, you know, this is probably coming down the home stretch of Sam Darnold's career, which is pretty nuts when you think about it. Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen will not have lasted on their teams. I mean, Josh lasted for a year. Sam Darnold will probably last for three years. Three for the money, where I pick three games. And then uh, just two games that I'm really, really interested to see. And I, I hammered this home last week. I'm a hammering home again. You'll find out next week. It's not. It's nothing bad. It's actually really good. It's really cool. It's going to be great for everybody, Colin included. And... Uh, if you want to keep listening to this podcast, I'm sure a lot of you listen through Colin's feed. Go to Apple or iTunes and subscribe to the podcast that way. Press, you know, go there, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Find three and out with me and press subscribe. And if you go to Apple, iTunes, leave a review, helps selling, uh, helps the salespeople sell it. 
And I, I would greatly appreciate that. Also, Middlecoff Mailbag, at John Middlecoff. Slide up in those DMs. We answer Middlecoff Mailbag at the end of the show. But again, you want to listen to the show next week, go to at or go to 3 and Out Podcast, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, I don't, I don't, Stitcher, is that a thing? Uh, I just use Apple iTunes, so I'm just I'm, I'm living in my own little podcast bubble. But I know a lot of people listen to it different places. Uh, be more information next week. It's going to be really cool and really excited. But just it's not much going to change. I mean, I'm still I actually might do the podcast on Tuesdays and Thursdays instead of Tuesdays and Fridays. But I was just thinking out loud. Who knows? I'm going to keep doing podcasts. Obviously, you can find me on social media. But podcasts, this is we're going to keep talking football and having a good time because it's the uh, people show. I do it for you guys. Let's start off with this. The NFL has become so offensive heavy, and rightfully so. The rules dictate it. If you are not dynamic on offense right now, you're behind the curve. You can't hit the quarterback. You can't hit wide receivers. It's just it, it's an offensive league for a reason. It, it's never been easier to score points. Just like that's just a fact. I, I, it's never been easier to play quarterback. It's not even arguable. It's just like that'd be like me saying if you're if you have a company right now and you're not pushing out stuff on the internet, you're behind the curve. Like if you're not throwing the ball a lot, you probably have problems. You know, if you don't have a good quarterback, like you could get by. When I was growing up, if your team was well built, it's really hard to do that now because everything is so quarterback centric. Again, for a reason, the rules dictate it. The rules dictate everything in life. Yeah, I know we got business people that listen to this podcast. The rules dictate how you do business. What are the rules? I mean, we're in the middle, the pandemic's going on. Where are most people doing their shopping? The internet. That's why people push a lot of product on Instagram. I don't know. It works. Why do people throw bombs in the NFL right now? Well, because the wide receiver can't cover him. He's not allowed to touch him. The wide receiver is not scared of getting hit by the safety coming over the top. Why? Because he's not allowed to hit him. Headhunting got thrown out of the game. The game's adapted. So, the, the uh, people that sign the checks, the owners... And those people that the first guy that you know answers to them is usually the GM. What are they looking for? Offensive coaches. They become the apple of everyone eye. Rightfully so, right? I understand it, and I would make that a priority as well. And we have a lot of great offensive coaches in the league, just in general. Obviously, Andy, Sean Payton, uh, Kyle, Sean McVay. Like we've seen it. But I think there was somewhat of an overreaction. You got guys like Cliff Kingsbury, who I said from the jump, like, I don't know. LaFleur, I might be wrong on. He looks pretty damn good. But, you know, Arians, older guy, really good. I like offensive coaches, too. But that still doesn't mean a defensive coach can't be a great coach. And Mike Vrabel, if Mike Vrabel had been an offensive tackle for Belichick and was the offensive coordinator at Ohio State and then at the Houston Texans, and then became the head coach for the Texans and was now their head coach offensive coordinator. We would talk about him like uh, a bigger Sean McVay, right? Good looking, Ohio State, just football guy, big personality, everyone likes him. And say he's a defensive guy, and no one talks about him. All I know when I look at uh, 45-year-old Mike Vrabel, I went to a Houston, or excuse me, a Tennessee Titans OTA, I think it was three years ago, uh, actually, for this podcast, I, I knew John Robinson through... I met him when I was a GA at Fresno State, but I had a buddy who was getting married. We threw his bachelor party in Nashville. I'm like, fuck it. I'll go out for the week, Monday through Friday, before everyone shows up on Friday. I'll play some golf. I'll go to a Titans practice. I'll get an interview. I'll just kind of take in Nashville. And I did. And it was sweet. But that week, beside the golf, which was really good... I remember going to practice, and I've obviously been to Andy Reid practices, Harbaugh practices, Kyle Shanahan practices, 
and going, this is really, really impressive. And it's pretty clear watching Mike Vrabel. He's now 21-14 and 14 since his time taking over for, uh, you know, as the head coach. And really, a lot of those games were with Marcus Mariota, who, listen, nice guy, not a great player. Ryan Tannehill is much better. When Ryan Tannehill's been their quarterback, they've been damn good. They're currently 4-0. He won two playoff games last year. Like, this guy's big time. Now, the nature of the league is if you're not an offensive coach, it's not that sexy. True or not, it's just that's just the reality we live in, right? And I, I think Mike Vrabel is as good as any coach, young coach in this league. Of all the younger guys, like under 50 we talk about, he should be mentioned there. This guy just won two playoff games on the road as an underdog, back when the fans were allowed to pack the house. It's like, oh, yeah, Mike Vrabel, what are the Titans 4-0? What are they probably going to do? I don't know, 12-4? and I mean, they just beat the crap out of the Bills. They housed him. And they have a true identity, what he's done with the quarterback, empowering that guy. Clearly, Vrabel believed in him. Uh, now had multiple offensive coordinators, keeps having success. I just don't think we talk about this guy enough. And I think the Tennessee Titans, I you know, I don't know if they're quite a Super Bowl contender, but, I mean, last year they were in the AFC Championship game. Right, so why wouldn't they be in that mix again? I I just think we need to start giving Vrabel his due. Uh, I mean, he's a superstar. I, I don't think there's just any way around it. He's a star head coach, and if you had a coaching draft, he would be the guy that went really high that just no one talks about. Okay, I I think this rings true in any business. When you are trying to approach gain a new partnership with another entity that will be good for your business, you start laying the groundwork, especially I would say in big business, Fortune 500 companies, years in advance. And I I can speak from experience in my radio career. I worked at the station in the Bay Area that that had the A's and the Raiders. I mean, the two properties you don't want. You want the Niners and definitely the Giants. And the lifeblood of a local radio station in in a market is to have the biggest teams. So whether that's in college to have like the University of Florida or Alabama, or if it's New York to have the Yankees, because what that partnership gives you is not just the games. Let's say you have the Yankees. The games are great, but it also gives you, you're going to get the manager on once a week. You're going to get the GM. You're going to get access to players. You're going to build a lot of programming around that. So my couple when I was with the radio, the Golden State Warriors were their radio contract was up. Obviously, it was before Kevin Durant, but when the Warriors had won a championship and then had the 73-win team. So we started building programming just the Warriors hour on Wednesday and Friday and just programming for the Warriors so they could look and be like, these guys are really, really serious. Station ended up getting the Warriors, still has them to this day. Uh, it's actually the basketball team. The irony is the last product you'd really want because not like Steph and Clay never go on the station. You don't really get that much out of it beside the games. It's really, really valuable for baseball because you get the games and for football because you get the head coach and the GM. And, you know, the reason that WFAN has crushed it in New York with the Yankees, the big station in Boston that has the Patriots, you get Belichick and Brady, it's, it's very lucrative and it's a game changer. Well, if you are in the streaming or just television business, you want to have the NFL. Because beside news, the only thing people watch right now consistently at large numbers is the NFL. And you just say sports in general, 
But as you see with baseball and the NBA, it's very fickle. And for whatever reason, politics, you know, the, the, the effort on the field, baseball slow, whatever, but they don't sniff. They don't sniff. The NBA Finals, there wasn't one game in the NBA Finals that got within millions of viewers of the Tuesday night football game. Which, now granted, was two undefeated teams, but still, it's still Bills-Titans. And the Lakers, not one NBA Finals game. There wasn't one game in the bubble. There wasn't one NBA game this year that got even close to that Tuesday night football game. So, and listen, I've been now, luckily enough, I I was forced into being in the streaming world and podcasts. But it was it was perfect timing, and it's I, I I tell people this all the time. It hasn't scratched the surface. Streaming hasn't, podcasting hasn't, the, the internet hasn't. Think about the internet. It's really been around. I mean, from a standpoint where we all use it consistently for what twenty years. I mean, seriously, twenty years, maybe even less. I mean, I, I remember using uh, AOL Instant Messenger in high school. Well, I was in high school in 2001, 2002, 2003, and it was I, I wouldn't consider the internet very good back then. So I'd say when the internet got pretty normal, probably around 04, 05, so about 15 years of it running pretty well. And think of what's happened the last five or six years with e-commerce, Amazon, and that's where I start. Amazon has been the greatest beneficiary of the internet. They've capitalized it and become one of the biggest companies we've ever seen. And, and listen, I, I admire Bezos. The dude started a company in, I mean, you can all Google the picture where he has like the uh, paper behind him in that little, it, it looks like a tiny little office that just says Amazon that he hand wrote with like a Sharpie. And now he's created this unreal company. Visionary. Uh, it's just, it's been incredible. But he's always forward thinking. When he bought, the day that he bought Whole Foods. And I don't know, is Whole Foods a national chain? Uh, it's I think it's a personally a little overrated. I mean, good food, it just costs you an arm and a leg. Well, he bought it, and it cost him like $15 billion, but on the same day, his stock went up, and it actually, he, he didn't even lose money making the acquisition. He, like, made money. It was an incredible acquisition. Because one day, he's probably going to deliver all the food, right? And he also, I, I use Amazon uh, video. Like, I, I watch shows on there. I watch television shows. I watch some of their, you know, uh, uh, you know, the content that they create. And they're going to get in the NFL. I would imagine the next four or five years, Amazon will be like CBS, ABC, or NBC. And they will have an an NFL package. Because it's normalized enough now where everyone has Amazon Prime and Amazon Video and Amazon. Like, we all do. And I'm sure you hear the reads. They're doing countless programming with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks, and then another one with Kerry Champion and Chris Long. And I'm not going to reread the ad, but they're coming. And they're laying the groundwork right now because they know when they line up their package, they're already in good. And what do you think the NFL wants to do? They want to be in with this guy. They want to be in with where the future's going, especially the younger owners. You know, the older owners are probably, and they're kind of dying out. I'd say Jerry's the last of a dying breed, but even Jerry, they ask him once upon a time, why'd you name your stadium AT&T? He said they offered the most money and I'm a whore. I would say Jerry, for being a guy in his late 70s, that, you know, having been around, you know, my dad was basically the same age as Jerry Jones. I've been around a lot of men growing up uh, that are that age, that are that mindset, that are in the business community. They are pretty loyal. 
Like that, that was a defining characteristic, I always thought, of that group of businessmen. They were very loyal because in the 70s and 80s, when you did business deals, a lot of handshake deals. And I'd say my generation is the complete opposite of loyal, which is not a good thing, but it's also, I think, pretty healthy. Like I, I, I'm always, and maybe this isn't healthy, I'm always apprehensive when I hear things. I always question things. I, uh, I, I probably you know, don't open myself up Easily, definitely not anymore within the last five or six years. But I, I think when you just look at the you know guys between twenty five and forty, look, look at the rate they changed jobs. That wasn't the way society used to. Society is just a lot different. And Fox made the NFL a ton of money when they got into the NFL, and they took the NFC to the next level. Obviously, in the early nineties, and it was perfect timing. The the Niners, the Packers, the Cowboys. Uh, they built John Madden kind of around those three brands, and it, it shot up like a rocket ship. And then what CBS has done over the last 20 years, basically with the Manning and Brady you know, rivalry and the Steelers and Ben, it has just been incredible. But I, I think it's clear where the new wave is, and a- Amazon is where it's going. Because I think about it all the time. The only reason I don't cord cut is because, and this is going to sound kind of stupid, I'm so beholden to television because watching games is literally how I, I feed my unborn children. Like I have to, and I, I want to feel comfortable that I know that Comcast will never go down. I, I'm not tied into like if my internet goes down, I won't be able to stream the TV. And, and maybe that's an antiquated way of thinking. Because uh, I know some people that have YouTube TV and I've been over at their house where it has to load, or I've been on the phone with someone that's watching YouTube TV and I, I watch a play and then 10 seconds later he sees the play. And maybe it's stupid. I'm like, why are you so behind? And I was like, well, I got YouTube TV. So, but everyone's going to have that. And we're all going to watch all of our TV off the apps, you know, that are on our smart TVs. That's that's where we're all headed. It's why I'm so bullish on podcasts. Not because I'm in the podcast industry, because every single time I get in the car with someone under 40 and anyone with a newer car, they don't click on the radio. They, my, <clears throat> my mom has a 2019 Mercedes. She wouldn't know where the radio station was if you paid her. But Sirius XM comes on, and she knows where her music stations are, and she knows what she wants to listen to, and she her phone immediately connects. And when I get into my brother's expedition, boom, his phone connects, and he brings up his playlist what music he wants to listen to, or if he's going to listen to Joe Rogan or whatever. It's like you, you just have to see where it's going. It's, it's inevitable. And Amazon has all the money. And I think if you're Fox and ABC, you got to be a little nervous because they could come in with a number that is just dramatically higher than your number and not even blink and not even worry and not worry about, you know what, we're maybe overpaying for a billion dollars, even though we just went through a year of a pandemic, right? ESPN, for example, and ABC, I I read a report, Jim Cramer said that he had heard that uh, Disney might want to get out of ESPN. Why? Because ESPN for the last six months has been a uh, disaster for them financially, right? And think about all these networks. You just lost sports. Just everyone lost money. You know who didn't lose money? Jeff Bezos. He made money. He's gotten richer. Now, though I defend him because a lot of people act like these tech companies who I know in California, they don't want the lockdown to end. They're making historic profits. To me, Bezos was already killing it. Like, I... He, to me, I I give him the benefit of the doubt on this. Like he's making more money just because it's set up, but he was going to kill it either way. It might have accelerated his dominance, but he was already on top, right? 
like a huge reason like Mark Benioff and some of those guys that led leading the lockdown out in California is because it was going to be beneficial to his business. And then he fired a bunch of people. It's like, you know, it's kind of shady. But Jeff Bezos was would have had more money whether the pandemic hit or not. Fox, CBS, ABC, they, they would have been like, the competition with him is real. What happens if Jeff Bezos goes, I want the NFC. I want, I want the San Francisco, LA, Seattle, Dallas, Philly, New York. I want those markets. Because if I'm Bezos, that's what I come after. What does Fox do? I mean, that's... Uh, I just don't think there's much there's loyalty goes out the window in 2020. It's just not the same. Uh, and maybe it's not even a generational thing. There's just too much money in the line. And anytime the amount of monies go from, you know, once upon a time, it was a $200 million deal, which, you know, probably however many 25 years ago, a lot or $500 million deal. And then it's a billion dollar deal. Well, once the deal becomes like we're 2 billion, well, okay, if 2 billion is your offer and this guy offers 4 billion, whether we've been in business for 30 years, I don't really give a shit. I, I got to go with this guy. I have a fiduciary duty to my league if I'm Roger and these owners. Like, we don't have a choice. I, I just think it's going to be very, very tough with Bezos as this new, you know, uh, television deal comes, you know, up for, uh, you know, just redistribution and all these leagues kind of re up, or I mean, all these networks re up to the league. I, I think Bezos is going to come in and throw a haymaker. You can already see him lining up. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. This is Jeff T. from the Club 520 Podcast. You'll know when you get it. It'll say eBay, authenticity, guarantee. You'll feel it because when it comes to your feet, eBay has your back. Maybe it's a head-turning pair for hooping or a hot new collab. Whatever you're after, when you cop on eBay, you can trust that your kicks will be checked by experts, not just any expert, sneaker experts who live and breathe the culture. Real people with real hands-on authentication experience. That's when Blue Checkmark represents on our listing. eBay authenticity guarantee, meaning every inch, stitch, sole, logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. So when you finally step into those grill kicks, you'll realize the feeling is unlike any other. And with eBay authenticity guarantee, the feeling of real is always within reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.
Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. You know, hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Well, when most of us you know, leave high school, if you're going to go right to the workforce, definitely if you graduate college, you, in theory, you know, get to pick your job. You get to go where you want to go. Or at least somewhat make a decision. Some of us, like me, I only had one option. But I, I got to choose. I got to go work at Fresno State. If I didn't want to work there, I could have gone and worked. Could have got an insurance company. Could have gone real estate. I don't know. Probably not. It was 08 in the middle. I think the recession had just hit. I was kind of naive to it because I had no money and didn't own anything. So it didn't really impact me. But it definitely impacted a lot of people in the country and definitely a lot of people in my in my graduating class workforce. They were limited, but they still, you know, when you leave college, you get to choose. Well, pro athletes do not. You get picked by a team. And when you're really good, definitely in basketball and in football, you go to the worst teams in the league. We could probably get into a deeper discussion one day, maybe in the offseason. Is the way they do drafts the right way to do it? Should the worst teams be rewarded? That's a whole nother discussion. That it just because in football, at least basketball, they have a lottery. In, in in football, it's just by record. So when you're the worst team, you draft really high. Now the Jets, ironically, were I think the sixth overall pick and traded up to the third pick, and they got Sam Darnold. And here's what you would say in that draft class: Baker Mayfield definitely went to a disaster, but a couple years later, his team's really talented. It feels like they got him a credible head coach. Feels like they have some front office people that know what they're doing. And again, their team is stacked. Sam Donald, we'll get to him in a second. Uh, Josh Allen probably didn't feel great at the time that he was drafted. Three years later, great situation. Really good head coach, good infrastructure. They've drafted and signed and traded for a lot of skilled guys around him. He has a good defense, good GM, high-level operation. Josh Rosen, well-known disaster. Turns out he might just suck, but... Clearly kind of got screwed. The best case scenario, probably we've seen in recent memory, Lamar Jackson to the Ravens. It just, I mean, it couldn't be any more perfect. You got Harbaugh, you got a defense, you get Greg Roman that developed a running offense with a previous running quarterback, and this guy's way better than that guy, and it's just awesome. And he's sweet. And they win a bunch of games. Like, that's the best case scenario. Josh Rosen, worst case scenario. Probably somewhere in the middle. But closer to Rosen than Lamar would be Sam Darnold. Now, he did not choose going there. Like, when he left high school, he could have gone to USC. I'd have to look up who offered him, but let's just say, like, 
He could have gone to Oregon. He could have gone to Texas. Like, you get to choose coming out of high school. In the NFL, you do not, especially when you're good. But even if you're just a draftable player, like, the team gets to pick you. It's why we often said, like, in, like, the sixth or seventh round, you're better off going undrafted sometimes and picking your situation. Well, he went to a team with a GM that will never be a GM in the league again. It doesn't deserve to be. I mean, was was embarrassingly shitty. And Adam Gase, who I once defended in Miami, turns out he's terrible. Turns out he's just an awful coach. And Sam Darnold also has zero talent on his team. So I don't think the Jets are going to win a game this year. It's kind of crazy. They are a nine-and-a-half-point underdog to the Miami Dolphins. Nine-and-a-half-point underdog to the Miami Dolphins. Pretty nuts. But that's true. He's not even playing. Is Sam Darnold good or not? I, I think he's talented. Is he good? I don't know. I've had people in the league saying, I, I think you can develop bad habits, and it's just he's gonna need to he's gonna need a refresher. But the football gods might shine down on him because his team's gonna be terrible. They're gonna draft Trevor Lawrence and they're gonna trade Sam Darnold. And it's pretty clear the couple teams that we're going to be interested, right? The Jacksonville Jaguars are not going to trade for Sam Darnold. Like other, the Houston Texans that suck are not going to trade for Sam Darnold. The Minnesota Vikings that suck are not going to trade for Sam Darnold. You know who's going to trade for Sam Darnold? The Indianapolis Colts or the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I do feel pretty confident while the first three years of his football life are going to be awful, he is going to get an opportunity to change the course of his career. I feel pretty confident about that on October 15th. Now, how much he's going to go for, I could not trade a first-round pick for him because uh, he just might not be good enough. But we've seen Pittsburgh Steelers, they did it for Minka Fitzpatrick when they thought they were going to be bad. I thought it was a crazy move. Now, Minka was a much better player in a vacuum than Sam Darnold is in a vacuum right now. But we've seen Pittsburgh be aggressive, and it worked out. I think the Indianapolis Colts got to be asking themselves, if we had Sam Darnold on our team right now, would we be way better? And I think the answer is 100% yes, we'd be way better. Because he would be way better with Frank Reich and the t- talent we have around this team. So listen, sometimes things start really, really poorly. In life, in football, in whatever. In your first job. But typically, if you're really talented, and, and sometimes situations like this is going to be out of Sam Darnold's career, you know, uh, uh, like he's he doesn't have any control over this. But I do think when the dust settles at the end of the year, it's all going to play out. It happened once upon a time to Steve Young. He was with the Tampa Bay. I think they were called the Yucks. They were a joke. And then Bill Walsh got his hands on him. And now he's in the Hall of Fame. He won an MVP and he went to the he won a Super Bowl. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen to Sam Darnold, but I do think the teams that are going to be interested in Sam Darnold are going to be the high-level good teams and the teams that are make the playoffs this year and the teams that have the older quarterbacks and that need to pivot. So, hell, maybe it's Tampa next year, right? Maybe Tampa looks goes like, why don't we trade a first-round pick for him and just have him behind Brady for a year? I think the smart teams are going are gonna to circle like a, like a great white shark when there's blood in the water because they'll know that they're going to get an opportunity to get a guy that was a legitimate top-five player. He was. He had earned that right. He was worthy of that pick. He was worthy of the number one overall pick. He doesn't look like that now, but the Jets organization couldn't be a bigger joke so it's hard to hold that over his head. I, I'm telling you, October 15th, I, I think when we're uh, before the draft, it, it's going to all work out for Sam Darnold. There are two games that I am very, very interested in watching this week. And one of them, talking about the Steelers with Sam Darnold, would be the Steelers and the Browns. And I heard Greg Cosell say this uh, Thursday on Collins' show, that when you just watch Baker on tape, he hasn't been very good. 
and I was watching the Colts Browns game on my iPad on like Monday or Tuesday. I, I guess it would have been Monday because I talked about it here on the podcast on Tuesday. And I, he threw some terrible picks. And here's the one thing with the Browns if you can take away their run game, you put it on Baker Mayfield. And the problem with the Colts is Phillip Rivers was thrown to the other team. I don't expect Ben Roethlisberger to just turn the ball over like Phillip Rivers was. So can Baker Mayfield beat you is going to be the question. And I don't think he can. Now, I'm interested to watch, like, Miles Garrett, I got to take the L on this. When they signed him to $100 million, maybe it was $102 million, whatever, maybe I guess Joey Bosa got a little more in Miles. When he got that money, I went, you know, I see the guy's really talented. I, I think that's pretty bold. I'm wrong. He's a, he's a top five player in the NFL non-quarterback right now. He's unblockable, freak show. Uh, he's worth every penny. Hell, he's underpaid. So the, the Browns have the talent to hang. I just don't know if their quarterback's good enough. Now, he can shut me up. You throw for a couple hundred yards on this defense, you get a win at Pittsburgh, it would be the biggest win in 20 years for the Cleveland Browns. The other games is the Rams and 49ers. The Niners, you know, they went to the Super Bowl last year. They had a lead in the fourth quarter. Then they come this year, and they get upset week one against Kyler Murray. And we're like, well, maybe the Cardinals are good. Well, it turns out, like I've said, Cliff Kingsbury, they'll be seven, eight wins. Maybe six, who knows. But the Niners, the last two weeks, have been a joke. To lose the Eagle game with Nick Mullins turning it over at like junior high-level turnovers was an embarrassment. But last week was even worse, to get blown out by the Miami Dolphins. Get absolutely, they were down 30-7 to at home to Ryan Fitzpatrick. And they were rolling out a guy that I swear to God would have struggled to cover me or you, Brian Allen. But, as my friend Matt Mayoko said, who covers the Niners, it's not fair to blame Brian Allen. You have to blame the coaches for putting him out there, and that's true. Sean McVay and the Rams have looked fantastic this year. They had one kind of dud against the Giants, but like I give you a dud against a bad team, you don't try that hard, you still win the game. Even the game against the Bills, which they lost, they came storming back, and at any moment, they can score serious points. Now, I still think they're a little flawed on defense. Aaron Donald is dominant. Jalen Ramsey is really good, but the other you know nine guys, I, I don't believe in, but they're definitely a playoff team. They have an elite offense. They have the best defensive player. Sean McVay's a stud. Everyone is going to be taking the Rams. I do think that if Kyle Shanahan, which I believe, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe I jumped the gun after one season, is an elite coach, you don't lose three games in a row, especially at home. Like you just like you just pull shit out like of your back pocket. You you scheme things up, trick plays. You do whatever you have to do to win. And I I, I think this is a big week for Kyle Shannon. I I know the Rams are good. I, I watch them every week. They're good. The Niners had their most embarrassing moment as in Kyle Shanahan's career as a 49er head coach. Because even the first couple of years, like whatever your team's bad, we didn't hold you to a high standard. Well, once you're viewed as a top-flight coach, you get a six-year contract extension this offseason. You can't be down 30-7 to to the Miami Dolphins at half, at home. That can't happen. Brian Fitzpatrick can't throw multiple three touchdowns in the first half against you. And you just keep throwing picks and don't have any plays that work. Like it just, it's, I expect more out of them. And I think this week I like the Steelers. And I do think we get a uh, a valiant bounce-back effort from the Niners. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the Niners just stink. But if that's the truth, then, I, then I'll then i be honest. I, I might view Kyle a little bit differently. Okay, let's go a little three for the money. Let's, let's, let's bang this out quick. 
the Bears at the Panthers. Now listen, Joe Brady, keep an eye on him. Future Sean McVay head coach. Like, he's going to be a head coach either this year or next year. It's happening. He's a lock interviewed this this offseason. But, like, can they maintain this? Is their roster good enough? Are they just going to keep winning? Are, are the Carolina Panthers going to be 4-2? and two? I don't see it. The Bears, coming off a long week, because remember, they played the Bucks last Thursday. The game opened at like 2.5. It's now, they're getting 1.5. I like the Bears as a dog in this game. I think it's going to be a different animal for Teddy Bridgewater to the physical defense. They've played the Falcons and the uh, and the Cardinals the last two weeks. Two teams I would not call defensive juggernauts. The Bears, listen, depending on where you look statistically, their unit just talent-wise, their front's really good, their linebackers are good, their safety plays good. You know, Joe Brady might, I think we just get a little, little humble pie for the Carolina Panthers. Listen, I, I've been nothing but impressed with Matt Rule. He's been worth every penny. I give him props on the Joe Brady hire. I, I just, I like the Bears in this situation. The Browns-Steeler game that we just talked about. I'm going to lean Steelers in this game at three and a half. I, I'd like the number a lot more at three, but I, I'm just I'm just betting against Baker Mayfield. That's my mindset. I'm betting against Baker Mayfield. And I'm really just betting on Steelers, their culture, their physicality, uh, their playmakers, especially on offense. I just think Ben versus Baker, it's not even a contest. Even Ben's old. I, I don't care. Now, maybe I'm wrong, and maybe the Browns this year go 12-4. and four. Well, if they're a 12-4 team, they'll probably win this game. Uh, now, the Steelers, it's hard to keep up with these Corona teams. Like, when's the last time they played? Did they play? I guess they, they played the Eagles last week. Huh? I guess they missed the Titans game. So, you know, they're, they, they're well-rested, right, because they got that one week off. But I, I like the Steelers minus three and a half. I'm going to go a little outside the box on this one. It sounds crazy. On my other podcast, Hey, Raymond Milkoff, we, we've been doing a bet every week, put $250 on one individual game. We put on the Eagles to win outright. And my thought is like, listen, they're getting Alshon. They're getting Deshaun back. Their defensive line's really good. You know, I think the Ravens beat up on really bad opponents. Now, you could argue the Eagles are bad, but I think what you saw last, last week with Pittsburgh is the Eagles really fight. They have a really good defensive line. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't have much behind this. I'm just going upset special here. I'm, I'm a gut feel guy, and this is just a gut feel. I'm going Eagles plus eight. I'm going to go a little bonus. I, I like the dogs this week. I like the Niners to cover the three and a half points. I know it sounds crazy. Everyone, kind of like the Ravens and kind of like the Rams, everyone and their mother is going to be betting on those two teams. I like the Eagles suck. The Niners suck. Take the points. Take the points. Sunday night football at Levi's coming off the most embarrassing loss of the Kyle Shanahan tenure as a 49er head coach. I Listen, I kind of like the Niners to win outright. Uh, I, it's hard, you can't base on the last previous game. She'd so be like, Middlecoff, what the hell are you talking about? I'd be like, yeah, Matt Ryan or Matt my, Matt Fitzpatrick, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Matty Ice plays for the Falcons. Yeah, the Miami Dolphins, he looked like Ryan Marino. I, I, I don't disagree there. But they get Emmanuel Mosley back. Uh, Richard Sherman's still not playing, not ideal, but I, I, I think they get after the Rams. I, I, I really do. Gut feeling. I'm, I'm going Bears plus one and a half, Steelers minus three and a half, Eagles plus eight, Niners plus three and a half. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge, or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Jeff T. from the Club 520 Podcast. You'll know when you get it. It'll say eBay. Authenticity. Guarantee. You'll feel it. Because when it comes to your feet, eBay has your back. Maybe it's that head-turning pair of hooping or a hot new collab. Whatever you're after. When you cop on eBay, you can trust that your kicks will be checked by experts, not just any expert, sneaker experts who live and breathe the culture. Real people with real hands-on authentication experience. That's when Blue Checkmark represents on our listing. eBay authenticity guarantee, meaning every inch, stitch, sole, logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. So when you finally step into those grill kicks, you'll realize the feeling is unlike any other. And with eBay authenticity guarantee, the feeling of real is always within reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Sometimes it's a struggle between buying what you want over buying what you need. But with the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can do both. You earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you can earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like those new golf clubs you've been eyeing, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a divot repair tool for after you've torn up your lawn. Let's try that again. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like workout equipment for your home, and then earn 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller to soothe your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are. With unlimited 2% cash rewards, the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, let's go a little middle cough mailbag. But before we do that, again, you guys got to subscribe to 3 and Out Podcast, whether it's Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever the hell you guys subscribe. Go do that right now before you forget because that's where we're going to be next week. Greetings from Ireland. Middle cough mailbag at John Middlecoff. Instagram, slide up in those DMs, get it answered here. Question for the pod. What are the chances of Kyle going out for another quarterback that's been proven in the league? In a trade like the one... He did with Belichick for Jimmy, someone like Matt Ryan. You would think Atlanta are in for a quarterback now as a rebuild continues. And Matt declines. With the history there and Kyle getting the best out of Matt in the Super Bowl year, you'd have to think that he'd be an upgrade, who clearly after the 49ers Super Bowl and the start to this season is not the guy. Appreciate your thoughts. Week to week, keep hammering. Okay, appreciate it, bro. Uh, Listen. My take is pretty simple. When I see Kirk Cousins and Matt Ryan, those two names, with 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 Kyle Shanahan, I'm just like, no. <clears throat> can, can can you just find another quarterback? Like Dak Prescott was in the fourth round. Jimmy Garoppolo was a second round pick. 
Russell Wilson was a third-round pick. Like, you're a $10 million coach. You're an offensive, quote-unquote, genius. Just draft a guy. He doesn't even need to be a first-rounder. Draft a guy in the second round. Make him your starter. It's never been easier to play quarterback. Like, find a Dak in the third round. Right? I mean, it's just, it's possible. You don't need to get Trevor Lawrence in the first. Just get a guy in the mid-rounds. Build your franchise around him. What we pay you all this money for? Do that. That's what Jimmy was. You went to the Super Bowl with him. I trade for Matt Ryan. No, he makes way too much money. He stinks. I, I, I think Matt Ryan is shot. I think him and Phillip Rivers are the same guy right now. Love the pod in your take. Since being drafted number one overall, it seems as though Miles Garrett is one of three things. Injured, suspended, dominant. Yet when analysts regularly discuss the league's best pass rushers, Garrett is never among the first names to come up. Am I crazy or is he not the best pass rusher in the league? Can you find someone else in the league with his power, speed, and bend? Question? No, I can't. I know he's endured some pretty disastrous seasons under Hugh and Freddie, but the dude is virtually unblockable. Would you choose any other defensive end over him in the league, and if so, why? That's a good question. Yeah, I mean, I, I would. I think you could make the argument for him. I mean, Cleo Mack's a little older. I'd probably rather have Aaron Donald than him. I would have said Nick Bosa, but he tore his ACL. Joey Bosa always gets hurt. Also gets hurt. Yeah, I mean he's he's an elite guy. He's a hundred million dollar player. I maybe it's because the Browns haven't played in important games. Like Nick Bosa was part of a team that went to the Super Bowl. Khalil Max been to the playoffs a couple times. Uh, been an All Pro a couple times. You know Von Miller, Super Bowl MVP. I I think this year they make the playoffs. He'll get that due. Because you cannot turn on a Browns game and not see that guy coming around the edge like he's Lawrence Taylor. <clears throat> I mean, he is a freak. He is a big-time freak. As someone who watches your podcast, heard you mention about watching on Tesla this morning, and that's how I listen every morning. Just wanted to let you know that you were on there on Colin's feed, but I couldn't find it on its own. If you were going off this feed, I don't think it will show up. Hope this helps. Yeah, we, we got to get in with the Tesla crowd. It's probably not a huge uh, majority of people, but we, we never want to exclude. We want to include. We're inclusive show. Monstrous conspiracy theory for you. Okay, I'm so ready for read this. Arthur Blank tears it down before the trade deadline. He was super noncommittal on Matt Ryan and his presser and trades Ryan to the 49ers. Falcons go on the tank to Trevor. Love your content, by the way. I hope not, but <clears throat> I, I would never put that past him. So I, I, I think Matt Ryan, and I would imagine if they're Falcons fans listening, I just don't think he's that good anymore. Like he's not a $35 million player or whatever he's making. Honestly, would if you just had a good team, would you want Matt Ryan to be your starter? Because I wouldn't. I just wouldn't want Matt Ryan to be my starting quarterback. I like the guy. I saw him when I went to the AT&T Pebble Beach Golf Tournament. Stood right next to him. He's actually a lot taller than you think. I've watched him have great games against the Niners over the years. I've seen him play in person several times. Uh, used to be really good. I don't think he's any good anymore. Since it looks like Atlanta will move on from Matt Ryan. God, there's a lot of Matt Ryan talk. And Jimmy G on a team-friendly deal. Could you see Kyle Shanahan? There is a lot of people that want Matt Ryan and, and uh, Kyle Shanahan to get back together. You know, it, this feels a little like Brad and Angelina. Like, can't can we just let a divorce be a divorce? Can't we just let the breakup? Or not Angelina, uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Like, they had a good run. They went to the Super Bowl. They won an MVP, and it's over. Sometimes when you get divorced, just go date someone new. There's a, what do they tell you when you're young? There's a lot of fish in the sea. Like, there's a lot of people out there. 
You, I watch college football on Saturdays. Quarterbacks everywhere. I mean, Jameis, try, try something else. I mean, I maybe I'm I got an agenda and I got a bias here because I got to watch the Niners so closely. I, I just don't want to watch Matt Ryan. Plus, I just think like go find someone else. There's a million quarterbacks. Never been easier to find a quarterback. I mean, there's every guy it feels like can play a little. Do I'd rather just do something else. So I'd say no on Matt Ryan. Question. How many teams break their salary cap down by positions or try to stay close to a percentage of a cap per position? I.e., O-line gets 15% of cap, wide receivers 9%. What I think happens is every team in the league prints out every other team in the league and sees how every team's every team does it. And then whatever team you're aspiring to be like or you feel the best teams, you kind of look and see if there are balances that they do. But you are kind of at the mercy of who you have on your own team, right? Like, if you have a rookie quarterback that's making $5 million or if you have Aaron Rodgers that's make $35 million, it immediately changes it. If you have Michael Thomas that makes twenty, or if you have a bunch of young wide receivers that don't make any money, like, what if you don't have any good offensive linemen? You know, but you have great defensive line and great corners and a great quarterback. I I think I, in theory it's easy to write it down. Like go to the whiteboard. We want this percentage here, this percentage here. But then you draft a guy and that guy sucks. But your fourth round, you know, linebacker is an all pro. You know, you end up paying him when you wanted to pay a right tackle. I I just think you're very very. You're just at the mercy of the players on your own team and who's worth getting paid. Thanks for making the long commutes to work a little more enjoyable. I appreciate that. I'm glad you're able to work during these uh, crazy times. Do you see Anthony Lynn's turning this season around? No. He is a high-character guy, and it seems like the Chargers are still playing hard for him despite all the injuries. Conversely, if the Chargers post another losing season, you see them firing both Anthony Lynn and the GM Telesco. I think Telesco's done a good job. I think he picks good players. I think they have a lot of talent. I think Anthony Lynn is not good. He can't be the head coach of your team if you want to make the playoffs consistently. I know he made the playoffs the one year. Remember, we won that Thursday night game when Phillip Rivers beat the Chiefs. Fantastic comeback. But, I, yeah, Anthony Lins, he's got to go. And, you know, he's he's probably going to be a good assistant coach. He'd be a good assistant head coach. You know, I, running back coach, I wouldn't even want him my OC. Too conservative. There are times to be conservative in life, right, when uh, – when the stock market's crashing, as it might do in a couple of weeks with the election coming around, just take a deep breath. Let the stock, let your stocks go crazy. You know, just take a deep breath. When, when you're down five points or seven points, and you got to drive the length of the field, you need to pass the ball, not run ball, not run the, not run a draw play. And every time I see Anthony Lynn, I just go, God, this guy wants to run it. God, he wants to run it. And then I get people like, he's not even the offensive coordinator. Yeah, he's the boss. He can tell the offensive coordinator to do whatever he wants. And he's just he's just not good enough. He's not he's just I, I don't know quite what he does. He's like a CEO head coach, but he's like a conservative CEO head coach. Like when you for example, Harbaugh is a CEO head coach. Well, what do the Ravens do? They go for it a lot, they're aggressive, uh, even though they have a run first mentality, but that's a lot because of the quarterback. But like I, when I watch Harbaugh coach, I don't feel like he coaches scared. When I watch Anthony Lynn coach, I feel like he's coaching just to hold on. It's like, bro, just let it rip. You're a head coach in the NFL with a really talented team. Put the pedal to the metal. You know, don't play, don't coach scared. You're not going to have this job much longer if you do that. 
There is a lot. I, I can't even, I swear to God, every DM I open is Kyle Shanahan, Matty Ice. I'm going to end it on this. I, I And maybe I'm wrong because Matty, Matt Ryan, maybe it's just a product of the crappy team. Dan Quinn, even though Dan has nothing to do with the offense, I think I think Matt Ryan shot. I would not mess with him. I'm not messing with quarterbacks in 2020 who are bad athletes and don't have a good arm. Why would you want a quarterback who's a bad athlete and who has a bad arm? You know the other name that's going to get brought up with Kyle Shanahan if this goes wrong this year with Jimmy Garoppolo? It's going to be Kirk Cousins. You know who, if I'm a general manager, I'm out on? Kirk Cousins and Matt Ryan. I don't want my quarterbacks to not be able to move and not have great arms. And I'd probably take, as crazy as it sounds, I'd rather have Kirk Cousins in 2020 over Matt Ryan, all things being equal, which is insane to say out loud, but I just said it. I don't want either of those type players. I, I, I want a Josh Allen. I want a Justin Herbert. I want a guy that can move around. Deshaun Watson. Obviously Mahomes, but I, I want a guy that can move. That, that's Carson Wentz. I know not this version of Carson Wentz, but a younger Roethlisberger. I, I need athleticism at the quarterback position. What we talked about on Monday night with Justin Herbert, that's what I'm looking for. That. Move the pocket. Rocket arm. And then you mold it. It's what Andy Reid did with Patrick Mahomes. Super Bowl later, $450 million contract, they're in a good position. Even though it's Greg Cassell, he's got to play a little bit better in the pocket, but you know he's young. He's just having a couple of off games. Appreciate everyone listening. Again, 3 and Out Podcast. Go subscribe. If you got a Tesla, I'll work on that. And uh, keep swinging. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the football. And I'll see you next week. Again, subscribe to the podcast, 3 and Out, on its own feed. Adios. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.